rock wallow. I teen howler, never leader, not a follower. Break these boys off, I'm a twenty inch crawler, bust a left or right. I'm out of sight, I'm throw. I'm bouncing off the road, I'm in the motor, I'm in the boat, I'm chaining chum. Hop out my big body form, chain with the chum, can't forgive me with a lump. I'm hopping, I'm looking good, diamonds get some wood. Man, it's understood, got the money in my hood. I'm pushing big body, can't stop me. For the nine eight, gotta sell a million copy. I'ma crow slow, puffin' on the optimo, hit the stove. I'ma go real slow, puffin' when the optimo. I'ma let the spread screen. Man, I'm looking clean, one more control, three green and nice bustin' clean. Wanna be a baller, shot caller, 20 inch blades on the Impala. Caller, get lit tonight. Switch the road tight, got spread behind. I hit the highway, making money the flyway, but it's got to be a better way. Getting high in the beans, big ball and smashing, making my ends. Smoking big killer, getting high in the beans. In the wind, smoke those as I crawl down on those. Twanging the rim smoke all up in my nose. Your eyes get froze. And you see my load, candy red, too dope. Let my top dive slow, hitting my remote, sitting in my residential B12 with the AMG kit. And don't quit as I get high from KC to H down to Nathan Southside. Now we worldwide, watch me high side. from Forage, located in the Gray Line Station and Market on the corner of Loudon and Lime. You are listening to Radio Lex, the voice of the people. WLXU 93.9 LPFM, Lexington. If I grow old, I'd be shocked myself. I'd be shocked myself. Cause only Lord knows. Cause only Lord knows. All the pain I was dead. All the pain I was dead. I should just kill myself. I should just kill myself. And get it all over with. And get it all over with. But then I stop and pray. But then I stop and pray. Lord, watch over me. 
you know, so many people ask me, man, what 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 does point to the sky mean? And you know, I, it's simple. What are you doing? You point to the sky, bro. So many people out here, though, they they pointing at the wrong things, man. They point at things that they think make them, make who they are. But you know. We always pointing to the one who made us, and that's why I point to the sky, bro. What do you want me to tell you? That it's going to be a picnic? No, it's not. It's going to kick your butt? Yes, it is. Are you going to want to die? Yes, yes, that's a part of it. But that's just what you must go through in order to get where you want to go. And guess what? You are strong enough to do it. You're strong enough, and your life is worth whatever you have to go through to get past this addiction this dream you got whatever you want to do will it be easy to just run out there and do it no will it happen overnight no will it be a struggle yes will there be times you won't know what to do yes that's a part of it will you have some opposition will things go wrong sometimes you will have many visits from murphy Whatever you have to do. Thank you for tuning in to Point to the Sky Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Radio Lex has the support of vinyl sponsor Susie Esquivel, realtor with Allied Realty. Thanks, Susie. Over 14,000 injuries to drivers last year were caused by distracted driving. There are three main types of distraction. Visual, taking your eyes off the road. Manual, taking your hands off the wheel. Mental, taking your mind off of what you're doing. Any distraction can endanger drivers, but texting causes all three distractions at once. Hi, this is Scott with State Farm reminding you to be a good neighbor, put your phone away, and keep your eyes and your mind on the road. Radio Lex has the support of Founders Circle member CHI St. Joseph Health. CHI St. Joseph Health.org.
What's up? What's up? Lexington, Kentucky, what's good? You are listening to Radio Lex, the voice of the people, WLXU 93.9, LPFM, Lexington, Kentucky, Point to the Sky Radio. Man, it's another Thursday. It's a cool Thursday, uh, September 22nd, 2022, back in the booth. Man, I got a great one today. So I had to ask around. Um... I knew kind of what I wanted to discuss tonight, but at the same time, I was like, I need something that's going to like, I don't know, just I needed a topic that people could relate to in my in my circle, if that makes any sense. I wanted people that... I hang with people that I know to be able to relate to the topic. And so tonight's topic, first of all, the title is called Coach. Are you coachable? And when you think about it, think about the title. Coach. For one, coaches always critique whether an athlete is coachable or not. But do we sit back and really think about, is the coach coachable? Because a lot of coaches always think that they know what's right, they know what's best. But are they listening? I mean, I'm going to start it off with just qualities of a great coach. And then we'll go from there. So that you can kind of get a better understanding of what where I'm going with this. So I'm in the studio tonight. I'm by myself. Okay, uh, my boys ain't here tonight, so I'm doing this solo. But it's no, it's it's all right, cause you know I'm gonna always hit you with the facts, and we're gonna have a great show no matter what. If you have any questions, please feel free. Go ahead and call us. You can always call us at seven two one. 5690. That's 859-721-5690. I can put you on the air. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can text me if you got the number. I love when people interact. I hope that you are listening. I gave you time to get settled so that everybody can tune in. So we can jump right into this conversation. Let's go ahead and just jump right in. Coach, are you coachable? 10 key qualities of a great coach. Number one, understands the sport and leads by example. What's that? What does that mean? You got to understand the sport that you're coaching, obviously. Not everybody can coach what they coach, if that makes any sense. It doesn't mean that just because you played the sport, you participated in the sport, or you rode the bench, it doesn't mean that that's going to make you a good coach. What makes you a good coach is that if you were coachable as an athlete, then you can be coachable as a coach. That is something that you carry over. Understand that to be able to teach effectively, the coach must have an in-depth understanding, especially of the sport, of the from the fundamentals all the way up to the tactics and, and, and the strategy of the sport. Coaches may, you know, coaches may uh, experience playing, like I said, be former athletes, but every coach ain't a great coach. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that it's hard to swallow when you feel like you're a great coach. 
Coaches got a plan for the season. Nature of the athletes, training, know the rules, and provide simple environment for your athletes to succeed. That that that's understanding the sport. Sponge for knowledge number 2. Being a visionary for your sport. Being able to know a great deal about the sport and you know staying up to date about new things, new research, new trainings, new you know don't coach the sport how it was coached to you 20 years ago. You see what I'm saying? Things have changed so much over the years since we've all played. And you know the kids just aren't the same. You can't coach these kids the same way that your coach coached you. For for example, when a kid gets tired and they bend over, don't be the coach that yells at them and says ain't no air down there. Cuz research shows today that Bending over actually gives you more air and support than standing up with your head, your hands behind your head. And you can <laughs> you can quote me on that because research today proves proves it. Something that you you wouldn't dare get caught doing when you was running suicides or something. <laughs> when we was younger, you better not bend over because it was a sign of weakness. Right. But. Research shows today that that's where you get your most oxygen from is bending over because it's opening up your chest, your airways. Weird. Weird, I know. A good quality of a coach. Number three, shares the knowledge. You know, educates other people. A good coach educates. Don't just keep everything, you know, too bottled up to himself. A good coach wants other coaches to succeed. A good coach wants, you know, everybody to be on the same page. Being happy to try new things and different ideas. Just, you know, just to improve in performance. The best coaches clearly understand that there is always room to educate the athletes. Number four, highly energized and being like a, a motivator. I don't care what the score is. I don't care how much you've messed up. If a coach can motivate you to keep trying and keep pushing, that's a great quality. Number five, knows the athletes, values, and respects the relationship of an athlete and a coach. Knows that being a coach is much more than being a coach. You you uh, you hold that responsibility between athlete coach. You know what I'm saying? You, you are the one who who has to pay attention to the athlete's emotions, strengths, weaknesses. You have that responsibility of a good coach to be a good coach, to be a great coach. Understanding every athlete is different. You know, you got to have different ways of receiving coaching information. That that's the key. Number six, you got to be a great communicator and even better teacher. A good coach who can communicate well, hey, your credibility, respect, authority through the roof. A coach should be able to explain ideas clearly because obviously clear communication, you know, it. It means everything, giving direct feedback, reinforcing those key messages. 
That's a good, it makes a good communicator. Keeping everything simple and easily understood makes you a successful teacher. Number seven, you gotta be a good listener. Part of communicating is effective listening. A coach should always be compassionate and have that compassionate ear to, you know, when your athletes have comments and questions and, and input about like how things are being run. Effective. You know, a, a good coach seeks out information from their athletes. They seek out work ethic, work workouts. They seek work in a, an environment where athletes are encouraged to 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 give their ideas and thoughts. That that's that's a great coach. If an athlete can come to you and just be like, you know what, coach, can we let's try this? Because you know we did this, and I really want to work on this to get better. Why wouldn't you try? A good coach is flexible. Number eight, a good coach is disciplined, strong character, and and, and integrity. Athletes need to adhere, you know, to a reasonable set of rules, both on and off the field. You know, and if and if these are ignored, then the coach is responsible for discipline. Trust between the athlete and coach is paramount. Evidence supports that for discipline to effectively change behavior, it must be mild, prompt, and consistent. That goes a long way in in life and not just in the sport that you play or the sport that you coach. Discipline can change behavior if it is kept mild, prompt, and consistent. Number nine, leads by example with very high attitude to hard work. You know, a great coach always leads by example. A good coach adheres to the same rules he or she expects of all their athletes. A coach who really wants that respect should also show that respect. And your athletes will respect you just as much. Number 10, displays commitment and clear passion for the sport. The best coaches, man, I'm talking the best coaches in the business. They do, they're the best because they love what they do. Besides being strong, committed to the sport, you know, and, and very successful, the best coaches, they always display a clear commitment to looking out for the best interests of all of their athletes. Every single one of them, from the starting to the, the MV, from the MVP, the team captain, all the way to the one who's still developing. Coaching in many ways is, is 24-7, 365. We know that. That's all you do. When you in season, that's all you do. You live and sleep the art of the sport. You just think about every possible scenario and allow the athlete to co and coach to perform at their best when the pressure is at its greatest. So I gave you qualities of a great coach. But if you jump back to the title, coach, are you coachable? My whole point of starting off the show with talking about qualities of a great coach is because what coaches need to know is more so not just the physical aspect of the sport, but they got to know the mental aspect, the mind 
needs just as much care as the body. I've said it so much. How much would you know? Coaches should be aware of not just how their athletes respond, how much they know about the sport, how much homework they've uh, completed, what their GPA is. Coaches need more. They need no more than this than a former athlete. They need to know, really, really know their athletes, know what their home life is like, know what they're going through on a daily basis, know why they're struggling, know why they miss practice. That's that's huge. When a coach understands his athletes in that aspect, he's really there for his athletes. And then you think about the whole anxiety level. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but competitive anxiety is a thing. We've all experienced it. Whether it was backyard kickball, you next up, right? Can't wait. Can't wait to see what you got to show everybody what you can do. Well, the same thing. High school, your first time starting or their first time in the relay, whatever sport you may do. When it's time for you to perform, you get nervous. And a lot of you may say that you don't get nervous, but we all know that ain't true. Anxiety is real. Whether you look at it as anxiety, being nervous, or what, being scared, anxiety is anxiety. You're you're worried how you're going to perform. You may have the confidence that you know you're going to perform well, but in the back of your mind, you still you still got that what if. What if I strike out? What if I miss the tackle? What if I drop the baton? What if I you know what I'm saying? What if I don't go as fast as I'm supposed to go? What if my coach yells at me? These things are things that all athletes go through. And from a coach's perspective, you got to understand, guys, that your athletes need you more than you need them. It's bigger than the sport. I always tell my colleagues or you know, coaches that I've coached with, be the coach that you needed when you was younger. You see what I'm saying? Things are so much different now. Athletes cannot, they just, they have so much more that they need to worry about than winning and losing. And I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to tell you to be soft on your athletes. I'm just telling you to listen. Be effective with your athletes. Competitive anxiety. I just, do you know what those signs look like? If you're, you know, we all see our athletes, and you so you see, you know, you ever be like, Man, what's wrong with you today? And that, Coach, I'm good, I'm good. You sure? Coach, I'm fine, I'm fine. We all hear that. So why are we looking for those signs? Are we actively looking at the signs that our, our athletes are showing us? 
we are we spend more time with our athletes than almost their parents do during season. Coaches are the first ones to notice changes in their athletes' mental health. Every coach should know their athlete well enough to know when something is off. You know, athletes, they may not be so forthcoming about saying, you know, coach, I got anxiety. Or, coach, I've just been feeling really depressed lately. Guys, just focus in. The evidence is right in front of your face. Signs, you know, some signs that from your athlete that looks, the, the signs that we need to look for um, in our athletes can be like changes in concentration, motivation, confidence. You know, when you, you know that your kids are, are just ready but they don't seem confident or they just putting on a front or they're quiet. Talk to your kids, man. Talk to them. See, you know, ask them what, what's going on. Why? What's wrong? You know, you have to reassure your athletes that they know what they're doing. Don't assume that your athletes are ready. You know, it took me a while to understand that. Because when I was coming up or when I first started coaching, I always just thought, you know what? They get it. They did it right in practice, so they get it. But let's be honest. Just because they did it once don't mean they understood it. You know, we all learn differently. We all take criticism differently. We all coach differently. We all take it differently. Just how teachers have to reteach an assignment when something when a student doesn't understand it quite quite before that big test. Why can't coaches do the same? Why is it so different on the field? Why should kids have to learn as fast as you teach? What what changes? Just because you're on a basketball court or a football court or a track, it doesn't mean that they understood it just because you said it. And you could be the greatest coach in the world. Excessive irritability or easily becoming upset. Like when you just fussing. Why you do that? You ever just take the time and just think, you know, it's all right. We mess up. We fix it. You get something wrong in school, what, what happens? You erase it. You fix it. You don't even have to apologize in school because you're learning. So why can't we carry that over to the sport that we're coaching? Why can't we say it's all right because we're learning? Is it because the game or the meat it's right around the corner and we it's so much pressure. There's no pressure. When you love the sport, you teach the sport with, with everything you got. You teach the sport from within. Change and in appetite inconsistently, you know, with with trainings. You you see you notice that your kids, you know, they didn't eat today. 
pull him aside and ask him, what's going on? Why aren't you eating? Is everything all right? Don't jump down their throat saying, well, you should have ate something. So now I'm going to torture you. What? Coaches like that can ruin it for everybody. Coach, I got so much going on at home. I just don't feel like eating. But I'm here. And I'm going to do everything you ask me to do. I'm going to take the yelling. I'm going to take the punishment. I'm going to do everything that I have to do to satisfy you. That is what goes through athletes' minds. And it, as coaches, how often do you sit back and just think, well, you know, they're right. How often does a coach just ask, you know, his kids or his athletes, you know, is everything all right? Especially in middle school, high school sports, you know, everything's so rushed. I got to go. I got to be over here. I got to do this. I got this. We ain't got time. I got Everything's always rushed. You know, that's why I like coaching college, too. I like to be there for my athletes when everything's not going on. I like to be on campus. I like to I like for my athletes to see me. I want them to know, that, you know, even if I ain't got nothing to do, I'm just, I'm right here. Not only am I, do I have an open door policy, but I, I, I'm, I gotta be, I gotta have an open heart. I gotta have open arms. You know, the sport that we coach is not the end of the world. You know, we don't win or lose and just to, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not that serious. It's really not. It's not as serious as mental health. It's not that serious where I got to put your mental health in danger or I may worsen your mental health. Obsessive concern of training. When your kids are so stressed out about doing something extra for you just to satisfy you, that's a sign. Like, man, you always worrying. Don't worry about Man, you don't have everything you say to these kids doesn't have to be quoted. It doesn't have to be a verse. Listen. Changes in sleep patterns inconsistently with training. I'm telling you. If if the kid ain't sleeping, something's going on. Low energy, chronic fatigue, you know, low energy is it's going around. Because everybody's got so much to do. Everybody's loading up their plates. Everybody wants to just be doing everything. And myself included. We're having to test kids on my track team's iron level. Because they are tired. A lot. It's so much stress that goes into these kids' minds these days. You know... And, and they're not the ones to use mental health as an excuse. They don't want to come off as weak. But I hand it to them for even speaking up about it. Because 20-something years ago, you couldn't say anything about mental health because it was non-existent. What about loss of interest? You ever see the athlete that just don't look like they're there? You're like... You can be talking, you can be teaching, and they just, it don't even seem like they are with you at that moment. 
It happens every day. Pull the kid aside and find out what's going on. Or even just being depressed, you know, there's nothing wrong with pulling that athlete aside and saying, hey, man, you, you all right? Or, hey, is everything okay? Overwhelming sense of, like, danger and panic. That's a sign of just competitive anxiety once again. Or maybe you've noticed that they increased their alcohol intake or drug use. And I'm speaking for the older ones, of course. But maybe you just see the changes in their diet and they just, obviously, they just don't care. They hang out a little longer. Always looking for something else to do. Maybe they're trying to hide or, or you know, cover those feelings or those thoughts. Maybe they're trying to drown those thoughts that they have all day long. Or just sudden problems with motor skills. That could be more serious than you even know. I tell you what, don't go nowhere. It's 837. We still got a little bit of time, but we got to pay some bills. I'll be right back and we're going to wrap this conversation up. But you are listening to Radio Lex, the voice of the people, WLXU 93.9, LPFM, Point to the Sky Radio. We'll be right back. This is WLXU 93.9, LPFM, Lexington, Kentucky. Radio Lex has the support of Founder Circle member Cy Pugh. Thanks, Cy. Don't try to play me, y'all. Hey, Lexington, this is your main man, Walt C. from the Time Capsule. You can now catch my show on Saturdays. That's right, Saturdays from 7 o'clock to 9. Catch that old school R&B just the way you like it. And if you have any requests, you can always hit me up on my brand new request line. That's 859-474-5997. And I'll get the song on just the way you like it. You can also request it and I'll let you introduce the song right here on Radio Lex. Also, don't forget, the Time Capsule re-airs on Sundays. That's right, Sundays after church, sit back, relax, and check out the old school R&B from 5 o'clock to 7. That's right, 5 to 7 on Sundays, old school R&B, just the way you like it. The faster you're traveling, the time and distance required to stop your vehicle increases. Speeding also increases the chances you'll lose control. Hi. This is Josh Haynes with State Farm, reminding you to be a good neighbor. Take it easy, slow down, and get where you're going safely. Radio Lex has the support of vinyl sponsor Vanessa Wells Gray. Thank you. I'd like to talk to you this evening. I like to talk. I like to talk to you about getting on when things are not going quite so well. Like this morning, I woke up.
Welcome back, welcome back, Point to the Sky Radio. Man, if you didn't know, I feel like going on from one of my favorite movies, The Five Heartbeats. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you, it is such a great movie. But real quick, can you tell me what movie this is from? Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Sir, I just want to say thank you. You saved my life. And that right there is why, that is why coaches play such an important role in athletes. So when I say that, like, think about this. And I'm going to throw you some stats. And this is crazy to even think about, but over 80% of athletes suffer with mental illnesses 80 percent but think about this when an athlete speaks up about their mental health what it's often celebrated right because it's like wow he's so brave just to be you know to come forward and don't get me wrong that's good i'm so glad that athletes are starting to speak up celebrity athletes like big time elite athletes are speaking up about their mental illnesses because they're trying to get rid of that stigma that that heroism like where everybody thinks that they are just great but they are humans at the end of the day and they go through the same things that we go through you see what i'm saying but think about this so if 80% of athletes as 80% of athletes have mental health how much what percentage do you think coaches have mental health. And this is going this is going to shock you when I tell you this. 93% of coaches have some sort of mental health illness. But it goes unnoticed. You know why? You don't want to hear a coach talk about their mental health. But think about it. Think about it. High stress Uh, Job insecurity, unrealistic expectations that they are, you know, they are supposed to put at risk of of their mental health. These these coaches, these and this is okay. This now don't get me wrong. This is this is college and up. Okay, this is college and and, and professional. We find that these coaches don't want to speak up because they don't want to seem like they are unfit or they may be unsafe sharing this information they don't want to feel unfit in the setting that they're in because what that is their job that is their livelihood these they have families to support they can't lose their job off of a a mental health breakdown so why is it that we celebrate we lift athletes when they speak up but when 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 it's in the hands of the ones who take care of these athletes when they speak up that it's frowned upon see that's the stigma that's just one of the stigmas that 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 fly around the country. That's in the, the in this world that we live in. Coaches experience pressure every day. 
some of the same challenges athletes experience. Performances, like I said, public scrutiny, online harassment, insecurity of their jobs. That we all say that's just politics, you know, it's it. But it's it's really bigger than that. They're faced. They have to make these big decisions and about performances and injuries like this is this is the just a day in the life of a coach. But who stops to think and be like, man, I really hope that coach is all right. Nobody. Because everybody's there to watch the entertainment. Everybody wants to see what the entertainment does. Nobody cares about what the coaches is doing. So that's why the, that was the whole point of this conversation, this, this talk tonight. I wanted to talk about, talk to my coaches. I wanted my coaches to hear me when I say, coach, are you coachable? Are you listening? Are you leading by example? Do me a favor. Talk to your athletes this week. Talk to them about, you know, if you got a game tomorrow night, talk to your athletes about, you know, how much sacrifice that you've made. And how much it sacrificed your mental health for the sport that you love. You know, open the floor up. Listen to your athletes. Listen to what they what they may tell you. And it may shock you. Man, I'm no I'm no genius, but I am a professional. And I'm all I can do is tell you what I know. Like I said, we here every Thursday, Point to the Sky Radio. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, I just, I want everybody to be more aware of their surroundings. I want everybody to be more aware that, you know, you're not just the only one that's going through this. I want everybody to think, man, this is, this is crazy. 93%? I mean... That's wild. 93% is a very high percentage. But I hope that everybody has a wonderful, wonderful weekend, safe weekend. Um, you know, don't don't let the weekend run you. Don't let the weekend get away from you. Control your weekend. When I say control your weekend, I mean control the, the minutes, control the hours, control the days. Take control. Wake up. Take control of your day. You know, do do what you think you need to do. Do what you want to do. Don't don't just look at the clock and be like, you know what? I got to No. If you want to go, then go. Take care of yourself this weekend. Do something for yourself. Do something with your family. Do something for your mental health. Do something that helps you out mentally. What does that look like? Listen to music. Go for walks. Go work out. Go to a football game. Go for a walk. Catch up with an old friend. Do some work. Whatever it is that relaxes you, I encourage you. I push you. I motivate you. I inspire you to do just that. Guys, Point to the Sky Radio is now on Twitter. I've I've been going live on Twitter and like the Twitter spaces. I'm trying something new. Uh, Point to the Sky Radio. You can search us on Twitter. You can search us. Um, I think we're about to be back on Instagram. Of course, you know, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, if you got Spotify, search it. Follow us. If you got Apple Podcasts, if you got iPhone, everybody's got Apple Podcasts. That's free. 
Um, you can also get on um, Anchor and you can find all of our episodes there too if you don't have neither one. And I'm working on our website. I want my website to be informational. I want people to be able to go there and just read up on certain mental illnesses. I want people to be able to know when we're going on live. You know, Point to the Sky Radio does have a website right now. And we are, I mean, it's under construction, but it's coming along. And if you would like to be a guest on our show, just ask me. Let me know when you want to come on and we'll make it happen. I'll make it happen for you. I'll make it happen for Lexington because Lexington needs to hear what you got to say. Your friends, your circle, your people, they need to hear what you got to say. Everybody needs to hear what we all have to say. It's it's time to speak up. We don't have time to be quiet anymore. I want my people to speak up from all communities. I don't care what you look like. It's time to speak up and speak out point to the sky radio remember we often point to the ones that we think make us all the time we point at stuff we just point 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 at things that we think that just make who we are but in reality we should be pointing to the one who made us and that's the reason i point to the sky man you already know you can catch us next thursday 8 p.m we'll be here shout out to my listeners man We are now over 1,600 listeners since we have began, and it's really, really, really exciting right now. So, shout out to all my family. You guys know who you are. Shout out to everybody who's listening, who shares the, the post, who comments, who likes. It means a lot. We see you. Even if you want to share your story on online. I'll make it a topic. You know, it don't matter what. We'll always we'll have something to talk about. Even if you want to just come in and just vent and just have a conversation. That's how it starts. Come talk to me. I'm here. In the meantime, stay blessed. I appreciate you. I see you. And I want you to have a great, great weekend. I'm out. Back up on my bullshit, back up on the scene Done dealing with you, don't know how to deal with me Done fucking with you, don't know how to love me Done dealing with you, so I'm back It seemed like I get so much and don't get nothing back I really thought it was love, but you're so fucking whack Always get caught up in love, but I am done with that I can't get caught up in love, so now I'm, yeah Flexing on my exes and my Model X Pretty little skinny little bitty body Model X Some of y'all ain't never had no real bitch and it shows I keep it 100 from my head down to my toes Back up on my bullshit, back up on the move Touchdown in my hometown, got nothing to lose I see you in a lonely place How can you be? You're still regretting the love you left 